When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello, welcome to Above Deck, a below deck breakdown podcast. I'm Sarah Goldman, a photographer living in Charleston, South Carolina. And with me is my college roommate and co-host, Kelly. Hi, I'm Kelly Busby, a former radio host and current volleyball mom coming to you from my home studio in Columbus. Together, we hosted the Socks with Sandals radio show on WFAL in Bowling Green, Ohio. And we are back again this week to discuss Below Deck and our love of all things Bravo. Today, we have two very special co-hosts joining us. Kaya and Aaron from Bravo Wild Black are here. Welcome to Above Deck, you guys. Thank you. Thank, Thank you, you for, having, for us. having us. This is so exciting. I love crossovers. And mm-hmm. yeah, we've been uh, talking for a bit. So I'm, I've watched the episode. I'm prepared. And we're also going to talk about other things, which I'm even more excited really? about. So, I know. I'm so yeah, excited. I- like the faster we can get to traders, the better. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> but I will say I really appreciate y'all for um kind of having us watch this show because I have grown an appreciation for it just based off of the season. The first three episodes, I'm like, this is actually a good show. And I was really enjoying it. So what was your like gateway show into the Bravo world? What did you guys first start watching? Good question. Atlanta. We, you know, we grew up on Atlanta, but then it was just Atlanta Mm-hmm. But then um, into rules. the Bravo world, it was Vanderpump Rules. And then since then, we were like, yeah, they know what they're doing over there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Cool. Excellent. Kelly, mm-hmm. what was your first show that you watched on Bravo? I want to say it was Orange County, Me like too, at the very the beginning. First, uh, um, and then and then I just started watching New York. And then I just started turning it on on Sundays and it, whatever show was on, I was watching it, you know, because it was like Sundays was they were doing a marathon of something. So, yeah, yeah, it was just whatever I could get, I was getting. But I think I started with Orange County. Yeah, the OGs. OK, well, um, we're going to start out with recapping the Below Deck episode that you guys watched, and then we'll get into the other shows. So today we'll be discussing Below Deck Season 11, Episode 3 breaking barbie here's your recap the crew enjoys the first crew night out and ben and sunny grow closer the new guests arrive with less sophisticated palettes and the deck team needs more food 
Fraser is frustrated with Barbie's attitude towards him and tells Captain Carrie about it. So, Kaya and Aaron, what did you think about your first episode of Below Deck? Okay, so technically, my first episode of Below Deck really was Below Deck Mediterranean. Oh, okay. And, like, okay. that's a smaller, or, like, no, it was Sailing Yacht. And it was, like, the smaller yep. boat. So I was just like, I don't like this at all. But <laughs> with this, I'm like, okay, it's a bigger boat, bigger yeah. stakes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, like, nicer you know, background and everything. Yeah. Based off of episode three, which is fresh in my mind, a brand new one that we just watched. I liked it. And I liked the point of contention between Fraser and Barbie um, because they, they speak very plainly. They didn't try to cover it up. He was like, I think you're being a B word. And and, and I was just like, oh, well, okay, well, speak on it. And they just really just like went at each other um, about it. And also, you know, there's this one hot guy who was just like, oh, every time I look into your eyes, I find the truth or something like that. And I'm like, Jared, God, I hate that that would literally work on me. So, (laughs) (laughs) but um, yeah, this was a really interesting episode. And I am actually excited to see like what happens next when he tells Captain Carrie and also Captain Carrie. I'm just going through all of it. I'm sorry. That's just how I'm going to go ahead. And then we'll go through it. It's like, he's trying to learn Turkish, I think, for his girlfriend, I think, oh, right? Exactly. Yes. It was so cute, and I'm just like, he's a romantic at heart. I know that everyone at, like, BravoCon, they like Captain Jason, but also yeah. they like Captain Carrie, too, so I'm like, oh, this is going to break so many hearts, but it was oh, just such a good episode, so many things going on, and, yeah. and it does still, my biggest thing about Below Deck, I guess why I never got fully into it, is because it just makes me feel claustrophobic. Mm. They're on the boat and it's just, they're serving people and then they're having to like, it just puts me in a stressful situation. I feel like I'm watching Bravo's version of like the bear where it's like, (laughs) you have to get these things right. And it's just these cramped bunk beds and people are trying to hook up. People hate each other. It's not a relaxing show. At all. People are asleep and you have kind of have to actually like pay attention. But I do like when they're off the boat. Mm-hmm. I like the storylines within the storylines. I like hearing, I think that was Frage's background when he was talking about, um, you know, how he faced homophobia in the industry. So yeah. people have like different stories to tell and they are from all over the world. So I really appreciate like the, mm-hmm. the, the, the exposure to different European and Australian cultures. Yeah, that is cool. We have people from all over. Usually there's like quite a few people from South Africa. Um, Yeah, yeah, we have a lot of Australians this time. Um, We've had French people this season. And then last season, that was maybe the first time we've had someone from France. So that is cool. You know, people you wouldn't normally run into. So when the episode picks up, Fraser's talking to Barbie and Kat, and it just doesn't seem like these two are ever gonna get along. And he has him hug it out. And that was such a like housewives thing, you know, it's like they're fighting, up. fighting, fighting. Oh, let's just hug it out and move on, you know, brush it under the rug. So awkward. Like, I think that's probably one of the most awkward hugs I've ever witnessed in a while. So, uh, yeah. but you know, you do what you got to do. Right. <laughs> so 
Aaron and Kaya, we always say you can't really judge a season until you have the first crew night out. And this is the first crew night out. And they go to that beautiful beachside restaurant. And we learn that Barbie grew up all over the world with three nannies. This is not the typical yachty type person that we have coming on this show. I was going to ask, like a hair nanny? A yeah. hair nanny as mm-hmm. a child, like as an adult, I'm like, okay, you 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 travel. We see it in our house. Glam. You travel with makeup, yeah. and yeah. a hairstylist. You call it glam. But as a child, you needed a hair nanny. What did her family do to live all over I the world and then know. also afford three nannies for their child? <laughs> like, um, we are kind of friendly with Barbie on Instagram. So Barbie, get in our DMs and just let us know what your parents do, because obviously we are not in the right field. Right. So, hook us up, girl. Jared uh, shares with everyone that he has a daughter that he's never met, and she lives in Alaska with the mom, and they FaceTime two times per week. That was unreal. I can't get over that he's never met her in person. Yeah. So, hopefully, yeah, it's hard. He lives in Florida. She lives in Alaska. Hopefully, at some point, they'll be together. So, back on the boat, Captain Carrie's eating lobster and FaceTiming his girlfriend, and as one does, <laughs> as one does, he had like a whole platter of lobster and yeah. he's planning to learn Turkish so that he can ask his girlfriend's mother for her hand in marriage. So sweet. Now, Sarah, I feel like we probably saw her at BravoCon in the evening. Uh, yeah. Like after day one on Friday, maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh, or was that Captain Glenn's girlfriend? Yeah, Clara. they're both absolutely stunning. So it's hard to tell. It was yeah. I think they both too. might be from Turkey. Yeah, I think. Oh, I think you're right. Yeah, I think they are. Um, I don't know which one we saw, but I did. I was on the flight, or I was like in line at Delta with Captain Carrie on the way home from BravoCon. So I saw her. So I know I saw her because it. Yeah. We're in line with Captain Lee because he came to Fort Lauderdale. <gasps> oh yeah, oh, that's fun. Did you talk to him at all? No, because we were just like he doesn't. He was in a wheelchair, so I'm like, oh, same. No. <laughs> we were yeah. just pooped. we weren't. I wasn't even sure if that was him. I <laughs> was like, old guy. is that? Is it? I'm like, he looks familiar. And then Kay told me, and I'm like, wow, here yeah. we are. So <laughs> well, that's like... why he's not on this season because he's not getting around too well. <laughs> so okay, so Ben and Sunny are starting to get cozy on the dance floor on the night out, and. Kyle tells Fraser and Zandy that Barbie is the kind of girl that he would want to take home to meet his family um, because she is a woman and he is not yet a man. Kyle cracks me up and Fraser's expression when he's telling him that says it all. It's just this really okay (laughs) kind of look. I kind of respected it because at least you know you're not a man yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know that this woman will better you. He's that so And we find out he's 27. So there you go. At least, you know, that's the first step. You got to admit it, right? Yeah. So um, Ben and Sonny are dancing in the rain. And it's just an absolutely perfect moment for Ben, the hopeless romantic that he is. So, yeah, Ben fell in love with two stews last season. So Mm -hmm. this is just what he does. So everyone's dancing, having a good time. But the camera keeps panning over to Kat, who's sitting at the table. And she just looks wet, and she's trying yeah. to put on her shoes for a very long time. <laughs> Kat so has been forever. going through yeah. it, and it's mm-hmm. like, same, girl. <laughs> yeah. 
yeah, you're feeling. I know that they they pull you. You probably get into it when he pulls her aside and he's like, "I think that cat is just like someone who's very sensitive," and they show her like a flashback of her crying and like she has a yeah. really interesting backstory. So you'll get. Yeah, into she it. does. So in the vans on the way back to the boat, Jared tells Barbie. I don't know you from a can of paint, but I feel like when I look in your eyes, I find truth. She Hot. takes a beat and then she starts laughing, which honestly is the only acceptable response. Yes. What a horrible pickup line. Like, what? And that wouldn't work on you, Kelly? No, uh, surprisingly. <laughs> <laughs> but especially after a long night of drinking, I, I'm pretty sure I'd be like, excuse me, what? What, what are we talking about? Where I thought I right that now? was so romantic. Would that work on you, Sarah? I, no, it would not work on me. Don't lie. We're older than you guys and jaded. So. <laughs> Aaron, it wouldn't work on you either. I'm just mm, yeah. you know. Well, okay, so what is the pickup line that would work that would work on you guys after a long night of drinking? Because usually guys aren't even that respectful. They would say yeah, something that's true. In, inappropriate. It was very sweet. I would be more down with like, hey, do you want to make out? <laughs> I thought that's right. Okay. Let's just get right to it. Yeah. You know, I think it's short. Let's go. It's weird though, because the like while this is going on, the cameras are like this close. Because the room is so tiny. Yeah. So they're like right there. Right. So what do you do in a situation like that? I know. I think I would just oh. crawl in the bed and just be like, you know, another time. <laughs> yeah. I hear you. Okay, so when they get back to the boat, it's hot tub time, except for Fraser. He goes to bed. Because he's smart. Um, but the rest of them, they're dancing, they're having fun, and they are so sunburnt. Like, so bad. And all I could think, and they got in the hot tub, and I could feel the heat hitting the leg. Was that Zandy's legs that were yeah, like, from the kayaking crazy burnt? <laughs> um, they all needed some aloe vera. Like, cold aloe vera. For sure. And to not get in the hot tub. Speaking of Zandy, she was dancing kind of on the side and she took that hilarious spill to the hot tub. That was pretty good. I'm so sorry. That was, it was awesome. And then she just got right back up. Yeah. Pretty good. That's me. I can relate <laughs> to that a lot. She's like trying to look super sexy on the side. <laughs> just when you're drunk, you just like, just keep it you going. Get clum- I get extremely clumsy. So I understand that. Yeah. So Ben gets her a towel and walks her down to her room. I was a little worried about what was going to happen there. Um, right. I think Sunny, she saw what was happening. And that's when she got on her phone and texted him like, hey, do you want to sneak away somewhere and have a little kiss? And so he goes down to her room and they make out. It's actually very sweet, I thought. And that's it. That's all they did. Yeah. No dropping of anchors or anything. So. <laughs> <laughs> and he left. It was so respectful. Like afterwards. Yeah. Right. I thought they were just going to cut away and just like leave us to what we felt happened. But yeah, it was like, no, nah, I'm out. That's good. We don't always see that. So yeah. the next day, Jared's up early, making sure the boat is neat and clean before Captain Carey gets up. I'm impressed. And he all he said was he needs to start thinking past the tip of his nose. And all I kept thinking was, all right, Mary Poppins, like, what is this? <laughs> Look, he- so Fraser is switching up the stew jobs this charter he's going to have cat do housekeeping and then zandy on service and then barbie's going to be helping kind of wherever is needed going to be interesting yes so the preference sheet meeting so we have tara and steven with several of their friends that are couples and they want to have a vow renewal ceremony by a waterfall and then one of the couples is actually going to get married and they also want surf and turf and an old hollywood dinner 
So sounds fun. Fraser has a meeting with Kat and uh, he wants to listen to her more because he knows, you know, how sensitive she can be. I mean, she was crying like within the first like six hours, like the first day where they even had gas on. Um, Yeah. And she shares with him that both her parents died when she was young and she and her brother were separated and put into the foster care system. And her foster family was super religious. She described it as a religious cult. And when she turned 18, she was able to reconnect with her brother and they kept her apart. This is such a horrible story. I did not see this coming at all. Mm -mm. And I'm feeling bad because we said kind of bad things about her in the first episode. That happens all the time until you like get yeah. to know why someone is that way. That's so true. We, we find ourselves doing that a lot with the housewives mm-hmm. or you know, like, it's like, oh my God, why is Monica Garcia like that? And then you get introduced to her mom. mother. So it's just, yeah, that's what happens. So when she explained all of that, I just felt so bad for her. And it's like, no wonder she's so like on edge all the mm-hmm. time because yeah. she just has no sense of stability. And I feel like that, uh, even though, you know, being on a charter and being in that industry you can make a lot of money and get to see the world. I feel like that still doesn't really give you a sense of stability because oh. you're always on the go. Yeah. So it's just interesting that that is uh, what she chose or, you know, what she kind of fell into. Yeah. So I wonder sometimes yeah. if she's just like, oh, my God, I'm on the other side of the world. I have no one with me. You know, yeah. I just don't even know like what to do. So that's a really yeah. good point, like not having that home base. You know, like a lot of these yachties, they'll go home and like hang out with at their parents' house for a few weeks or a few months. But like, what does she do? You know, I'm sure that like grounds you. So you got to imagine like, what is she doing? And it's just, I don't know. It was a lot, but um, she can still be a little annoying. We can have space. (laughs) We can have space and say, yeah, you know, she may have grown (laughs) up this way and she is sensitive, but she also was annoying when she did this. Right, that's true. And now it makes more sense why she and Barbie would butt heads also. Like, Barbie's had this super privileged life with three nannies and this girl's an orphan. Like, wow. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe she also wants a friendship with Barbie. Yeah. And her way of doing that is like, hey, come here and clean this table with me real quick. <laughs> and let's yeah. run. Yeah. No, that let's could do be. it together. <laughs> <laughs> so the next day, Fraser and Zandy find the cabins unacceptable. And Fraser changes Zandy back to housekeeping housekeeping because she's really good at it. And then tells Kat, like this charter, you have to learn as much as you can from Zandy and then puts Barbie back on service. Well, hoping this is more productive for everyone, like, you know, yeah. and it gives Cat uh, a chance to learn from Zandy, who really knows what she's doing. So that'll be yeah. good. There's never, there's always a very steep learning curve for these people that are really green in the industry. So yeah. Fraser shares how he got into yachting and he basically was a stew for the crew, like not even for the guests. And he was treated really horribly by this chief engineer and Fraser told himself, you know, I have to just keep going because one day I'll be at the top. And, you know, now he is. So I'm glad he's a person. Strong. So Fraser reminds Barbie, you know, please be kind to Kat, this charter. And she does not like this. She thinks he's being a total dick, basically. And this whole thing, this whole, like, the fighting between those two, it's not as loud and dramatic as Nat and Kyle from the last season of Med, but... It's starting to head that direction. And with 
Fraser being the boss, like it's, he's got to nip this quick. Yeah, for sure. This is not our favorite. We prefer fun, everybody getting along. We don't like the like fighting. So the guests arrive and Fraser says they seem fun, but tacky. My kind of people. Let's go. (laughs) So Barbie and Fraser have a disagreement about how to make a margarita. He just wants them made really fast. And Barbie's given him some attitude. She legit pulled out a recipe book for a margarita and showed him, well, this is how you make it. Just make the damn drink. Like the guest is waiting. Come on, we'll figure it out later. Yeah. how hard is it to make a margarita like i, I would feel right. like anyone especially in the yachting industry yes. would just know how to make a margarita just yeah. throw them alcohol in, throw the sweet in and then put some salt around that baby put a lime on it and go like yeah and if you make it right they won't even care so <laughs> <laughs> right Um, so now it's lunchtime. Kat doesn't even know how to set the table, like where the knives and forks go. It doesn't, it seem like they should have a school for this, like before you get to become a stew. Yeah. How does this happen? I don't know. Maybe it's one of those pressure type of things too, because I know like if I'm being filmed and if I'm under a lot of pressure, I tend to forget the most simple things. I'm kind of like Jared in a sense. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, no, that's a good point. Um, the food does look really incredible. The guests say it looks way better, or it's way better than chilies. <laughs> well, that's um that's good. That's fantastic. <laughs> I would hope so. It looked amazing, much better than the baby back ribs they have. So Yeah. So the chef has not made enough food for the crew. All the chicken is gone by the time Captain Carrie gets down there, and Barbie and yeah. Fraser haven't eaten yet either. Don't you feel like this is kind of a French thing? Like they eat like small, very small portions. Small like plates. Beautiful food. Yeah. Extremely I'm not sure he understands weird. fully what he does, what he's supposed to do for them. Yeah. Like these people yeah. are working so hard. They need to like shovel it in. They need a bunch of food. He's giving them like tapas. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> totally. Here's so, a quarter of a piece of chicken and some and some asparagus. Enjoy. <laughs> yeah. Captain Carrie was like, we're gonna need like each crew member needs a piece of chicken he's like oh <laughs> okay like if you don't give me a full pot of chili i have to work i have no time for these like appetizers <laughs> right right um so ben takes the guest water skiing that looked very fun um not to and- me but somebody would enjoy that <laughs> when they get back on the boat they're greeted with hand towels to, you know, refresh themselves and blue drinks. Huh. Did you notice that, Sarah? I did not. Blue drinks. So, dearest Fraser, who listens to our recap show, can you please let us know what these drinks are? Like, I've seen them on other seasons. You know, is it blue flavor? Because I think we all know what blue flavor is, it's like blue raspberry. But when you ask people what flavor is it and you say blue, you immediately know. Or is it like hypnotic, like the liquor that is kind of blue i don't know help us out like blue what is that called when they put it in the, is it blue carousel yeah oh, carousel, yeah 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 very but it's just like every time it's a blue drink i don't know it's very like frat party it doesn't really scream yes. for yacht so it, it's not very classy but it is fun like yeah give yeah. me that blue dye number four why not yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and i think I mean, that's what these guests really require, I think. Yeah, that's so true. So 
Fraser and Barbie chat and she explains how she's feeling and how he says he will not accept, you know, how he, how she speaks to him. And she promised him that she's going to work on her attitude. See how that goes. So the theme of tonight's dinner is game night, tailgating, football. I never thought I would see red solo cups on a super yacht. Red solo cups for the win. They're so versatile, Sarah. (laughs) You can drink champagne. You can drink orange juice, a little bit of everything in there. Vodka. Yeah. Just load it up. So Fraser has a whistle. He's dressed like a ref and everything's going really well until the steak, which is apparently really chewy. The guest says I could use some Cheez-Its and wine because I'm keeping it classy. And um, I felt that like I felt like I could get along with that. Chef also says in regards to the chewy steak, we're on an island. What do you think they're making out there making fillets all the time? No. So yeah, I don't know where he got his meat from. I will say I am a scuba diver, so I've been to some of these Caribbean islands, and it's slim pickings, like, at the grocery stores, and, like, sometimes it's hard to find fresh fruit and fresh vegetables, so I am always impressed that they can even find a lot of this stuff. Yeah, So I think that is something we forget. Like, they might only get a shipment into the island, like, once a week, you know, with, like, yeah. fresh stuff. So It is different wild. than the med. Yeah, for sure. So do do they usually just have, like, a bunch of fresh seafood? It depends what the guests want, but yeah, you'll see a lot of seafood towers and it's really, they're supposed to be able to get like basically whatever they want. And it seems like there's a whole industry that caters, you know, like there's someone on land that's a provisioner that like is sourcing and finding all this stuff for people. I mean, there's like the most random stuff. Like, I don't know. We've seen blow up dolls. (laughs) Yeah. I've seen like a lot of bachelorette parties and stuff and they would, you know, request certain things i'm like how are they supposed to find yeah these things in a small town and con like what (laughs) is going on right exactly Uh, so okay so let's see so um the guests go to bed relatively early thank goodness and barbie and kyle have a little late night chat so the next day sunny rides a jet ski without a life jacket and without the kill switch clipped to her which is dangerous Mm -hmm. and jared tells her like when she comes back but then Ben gets over the radio and announces it for everybody to hear, and including Captain Carrie. And Sonny's right. super annoyed. He didn't need to do that. No. Ben knows what he's doing. He's out there like Probably. stirring the pot. Yeah, Ben wants to be the bosun, so he wants to make Jared look bad. And yeah. So do yeah, he wants it's... to make out with her? I don't get it. <laughs> yeah. Do y'all think it's over for them now? It seems that way. Oh, you mm. think not, Kelly? I think he's going to keep it as a keep Sunny on the side as a fling and a I'm super drunk. Let's get together kind of thing. Yeah. But I don't know. I mean, it's the third episode in and he's already got a girlfriend and he said he wasn't going to do that or he's already hooked up with someone. Oh, fix that. Yeah. Same, but yeah. So, yeah. The preview show that he is also going to hook up with somebody else. Another stew. And there's going to be a conflict there. So, um, yeah, we'll see what happens. But, you know, there's something called, like, I don't know, like, crew goggles. (laughs) Like, there's only so (laughs) many people available. You're lonely. You're away from your family. So you end up hooking up with people that maybe you wouldn't normally. (laughs) So anyone starts looking good after a while. (laughs) That's right. I've told this story before, but I used to work on boats and... 
I was reading, what was it? 50 shades of gray back in the day. And I was reading it on the boat and I was like, I would literally get with anybody on this boat right now. <laughs> Been out here for like 10 days. <laughs> anyway, you and Christian just reading <laughs> yes, away. Exactly. <laughs> Well, oh, let's good. take a quick break. And when we come back, we'll discuss what other Bravo shows we are watching right now. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Around the new year, many of us are thinking about resolutions and striving to be the best version of ourselves. Kelly, you and I have big plans for 2024. Therapy can help us define exactly what it is that we want and help us to actually accomplish those goals. BetterHelp makes starting therapy easier and less intimidating for a lot of people. It lets you have therapy sessions as a phone call, video chat, or even messaging, whatever is most comfortable for you. Click the link in our description. It's betterhelp.com slash above deck. That's betterhelp.com slash above deck. Clicking that link helps support this podcast, but it also gets you 10% off your first month of BetterHelp. You'll be matched with a therapist in most cases within 48 hours. If you feel like your therapist isn't a great fit for any reason, no worries. You can switch therapists with just the click of a button at no additional cost. Join the over 4 million people who have used BetterHelp to start living a healthier, happier life. Click the link in the description or visit betterhelp.com slash above deck. Thank you again, BetterHelp, for supporting this podcast. We're back. Let's get into some other Bravo shows. First, Traders, because I can't wait any longer. What do you guys think it is that makes this show so bingeable, so watchable? Like, what is it that has us all crazy for this show? It's the fact that we have housewives on, (laughs) namely Phaedra Parks, of course, but just the housewives element in general, um, because, you know, people from Big Brother and Survivor, of course, you know, it's a competition show. They're used to living with each other. They're used to having to maybe like vote people out or push people out and strategize. But with housewives, it's like, no, we're glamorous women we argue and fight with each other and at the end of the day who stays or goes is up to andy cohen and we're not competing for a, a prize really we're just competing for to stay on the next season so we're going to make it entertaining yeah. so if you bring that element in with people who are used to competing for a prize and really like just thugging it out it's just this, this mishmash of different personalities and different styles and and all those things together and people to root for and seeing them out of their element is just so interesting and how are they going to handle certain things is so interesting I know that's what has me addicted to it Aaron what do you think I feel the same way I think it's just watching them play the game in their own way like Mm -hmm. some people you know we're seeing Dan and how he played some more yeah. crappy than others because I felt like Dan did a horrible job and he let his ego right. get in the way. But then yeah. we're seeing people like Parvati. Um, and, you know, she is a traitor along with Phaedra, but we kind of see how that goes when she has to throw Phaedra out there once again because she did it before. But mm-hmm. now she has to do it again to see if she can possibly save herself. So it's it's like it's very interesting. And 
I think what even made it more interesting was when they brought Peter in because yeah. Peter plays the game crazy. I want to yeah. say yeah. he's a great player, which is why he needs to go. Yeah, until yes. the most recent episode. Now I'm like, what is he doing? Oh, um, he's outing himself. He's making himself look like a traitor. Yeah. He's flailing. And, and that's I'm what so happy about it. <laughs> yeah. I think, See. well, let me ask you guys this. Are you rooting for the traitors or the faithfuls? The traitors. Okay, yeah. me too. Yeah. And I think that's what makes the show unique is like you're kind of rooting for the bad guys. And that's fun, you know? Yes. It is. It's so fun. And just seeing like how um uh, how how you can be in a house and you have to form an alliance with someone that you're not sure if they're right. a traitor or not. Yeah. yeah. How you react to that. Cause everyone is just like, Oh, I, I trust you. And they're talking either directly <laughs> to a traitor or, yeah, right. <laughs> or someone's been, you know, trying to get recruited or they're accusing someone who isn't a traitor. It's just so fun. And I'm so glad that we know who it is because I think yeah. it would be annoying if we didn't. Um, I really wouldn't like the show because then I'd be pissed off, especially if we got they got the wrong person out. Right, but it's yeah. just so fun, like a, mi- a mix of ba- like Bachelor and then Bling Empire and Housewives uh-huh. and RuPaul's Drag Race. I really hated how they did Peppermint. Like that would have been such a fun. I know. Uh, yeah. Time if she was there because she's so funny. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just so many different personalities in one place. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> um, did you guys watch season one? I didn't. I, didn't. Oh. I tried, but I I'm like, you, yeah. you guys like Kate Chastain, like we do. Yeah, I feel like yes. you definitely need to go back and watch season one for that reason. She is so hilarious in season one. Like she wants to go home, and they will not let her. <laughs> when she was like, "I will give up any one of you for ten dollars," I was like, yes. "You know what? Real." Yes. Real. I will oh throw God. you in a moat for ten dollars. <laughs> yes, so good. Yeah, it, it made a lot of noise on social media when it first came out. I do remember it. Everyone was like, "Oh, so good, so good." But then I watched it. And I'm like, oh, it's just Kyle and like <laughs> and some." And then I think they had regular people on too. Yeah, a few regular people. Uh, yeah, what they really got me here was like, this, "These are all people who have been on TV before." They all know it makes good TV. Yeah, and these are people that I actually like know. So I right. think that's the difference. And I went back to try to watch it again after I originally tried to watch it when they said it was good. And I just, I don't know, there's something about it, especially because they got rid of Reza the first episode and uh, Reza's so messy that I was like, really oh, he's going to make friend. this show. So he he's left my best the friend. first Yes. <laughs> he left the first episode so it was just like mm, I, i'm still not into this but i feel yeah. like i might want to, like i'll have traders withdrawal after this is over with Ugh, so I, I might go back and then i'm like well i'll take what i can get right <laughs> yeah i was thinking about watching traders australia or uk because yeah i'm gonna major they said that's withdrawal. really good yeah it looks good um so let's talk about miss phaedra parks who is just our number one. Um, the only kind of semi-mistake I think Phaedra has made as a trader is when she's at breakfast and she, like they find out who's been murdered and she's like, are there any hard-boiled eggs? You know, she's looking <laughs> for croissants, whatever. She is like at an all-inclusive resort and 
<laughs> She's there for the luxury and the food. <laughs> oh my God, there's this part because you guys went to BravoCon, right? Yeah. We, we went to, were you in VIP? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, there was this part where in VIP where they were serving, I think that was the last day, they were serving like pork belly skins and Aaron was like obsessed with them (laughs) and on traders Phaedra like there was a part where Phaedra's just in the the room the food like the dining hall by Uh herself and she's like "Mm, pork belly I'm like this is literally Aaron at probably that was me with the pork belly and the chicken slaughters like every time I've seen the chicken slaughter I'm like yeah we hardly (laughs) saw any food in there we must have been there at the wrong times it was rare occasions so you had to hang out by the kitchen because (laughs) once they came out everyone would would, literally they sent three people out with like four little appetizers on each plate and i'm like vip is full of like over a hundred people and there's nothing but alcohol and we're all hungry it was just like the best time but we were just so hungry bravo palooza though that was the best one because oh, they we didn't just do a Bravo Palooza. Oh my god, the food was better there, and it turned out like they gave you a free drink ticket too. But I was so fat, I did not mm-hmm. notice that there was a free drink. I was just trying to eat as many like little burgers <laughs> because those freaking chicken tenders or whatever they were selling, and then the the, the bowls, the teriyaki bowls in the dining hall, yeah. all that was like eighteen dollars, twenty dollars. I'm just like, no, yeah. I'm in VIP, so I'm gonna you know. Yeah. Put it to test. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, we did. Oh, that's mm. cool. Well, I do want to talk more about BravoCon, but let's wrap up our traders thing. Um, what challenge was your favorite that they've done this season? Ooh. The bird me, one. The, the bird one. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say that too. That was hilarious. <laughs> oh I like calling. the cemetery one with the spotlight. I don't know why. I just thought that was like it yeah. just reminded me of playing tag in the yeah. dark. You it know, was like cool, flashlight but it was tag frustrating because they kept getting out, getting out until Bergie like figured out the timing. Yeah. I th- I really didn't know what was going on there. I'll be honest. Like it was yeah. just too I would have felt that. They didn't Easily. either. <laughs> I did not like the one with the bugs and the, the things. Oh. And the oh, the most recent trash. one. Yeah. Yeah. Blech. That was oh, fear factor. God. That gave me fear factor. Yeah, it was. Oh, sure. yeah. Yeah. I didn't Horse like it because I know I wouldn't be able to to do it, and it did creep me out. But just watching them freak out, and especially Sheree when she <laughs> came out screaming, and Phaedra's like, I got you. I'm going to help you. And Sheree's just screaming. It's relatable. I love just watching them together. That just an added extra of, you know, seeing the girls together. Yeah. <laughs> No, I love that. And I I think there was a meme that said, like, find yourself a friend that's willing to get maggots off your back for you or something. Exactly. Like exactly. Exactly. MJ was out. Like, she, she was the first one. Yeah. <laughs> so just, like, say, it's not worth it. And they're like, oh, you get, like, $1,000 off. I would have $1,000. Bye. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's nothing. Throw that's that fine. Back. I would have yeah. even went in. Like, just take it off ahead of time, babes. Like, <laughs> Yeah. You have to crawl. Like, not only are you in this this thing, but they expected them fully. Like, if they went through with the challenge, they would have to crawl through the space and have stuff dropped on them in the dark underneath in the tunnels on your... Like, no. no. Just take the thousand dollars. Yeah. And the <laughs> light hard pass. That was awful. Um, yeah. 
So I love all of Kate's reactions to Phaedra, like at the round table. <laughs> like Kate gets such a kick out of Phaedra. Like we like Kate is us when Phaedra says something mm -hmm. hilarious. Yeah. I yeah. love that John did not fall for Parvati's sob story. Like I thought he was kind of getting wrapped up in it when she was talking to him, but yeah, he I, did, I not did not expect that. that. <laughs> right. Like I thought John <laughs> fell for it. Yeah. But then he, he goes, I do have a thought. And I'm like, what's the thought? And he's yeah. like, well, yeah. poverty is definitely <laughs> untrustable. Whatever he says. And yeah. Like, like the, oh. the, the, something of deception or you know right. the yeah. mistress of whatever yes. first of all i love him i think he i love i liked him when he was in the british house of commons as the speaker because he was just this little guy and he was just super fun but um not that i really watched like british politicians <laughs> no yeah, like, he was just memorable <laughs> <laughs> no but i just his when he just he played the whole lawyer moment there like he poker face i will not play poker with this man and he had fantastic uh observations and and things to say so yeah no I, yeah he's yeah. really had some good moments at the round table john I yeah just like at the last one when like, mm -hmm. he he made that whole like speech and i'm like wait we're counting this man out he was the first one out of the 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 underground thing too i'm just like yeah. maybe john is the one who we need to like has anyone ever noticed that the small man with like yeah. the yeah. most amazing things to say could yeah. also be a traitor like no one's suspicious of him uh -huh. and of course i mean he's not but it's like hold on <laughs> maybe yeah, yeah you gotta watch out for the scrappy ones oh. mm -hmm. totally so um we put together our top five favorite traders moments. Did you guys compile your list? We have a combined list, yes. Okay, all right. Let's hear your top five traders moments from this season. You can go first, Aaron. I'll go. Okay, the first one we already mentioned, which was the bird calling challenge. That was like <laughs> one of our favorite moments. That's actually the number one. Yeah. Yes. Just hearing them repeat those sounds. And I didn't even know birds made some of those noises. But <laughs> the second one is Dan finally getting banished after yes. trying to conspire against Phaedra. When, oh my God, there's just so many different moments where they mm -hmm. just all turned on him. It was just like mm -hmm. they took turns getting into him. And mm -hmm. he finally had to admit it. Um, but I think that my favorite, like, sub moment of that was when Phaedra had to rip him apart and then yes. Kate was just like oh you think that she's extra have you seen her it was just so <laughs> funny yeah I did I like that um and then it was Phaedra calling Kevin Calvin writing <laughs> his name is Calvin on the paper you I was like Kelvin. and and that's not the first time I've seen that they spell each other's name wrong quite a few times yeah like oh my gosh all the time. I like seeing everybody's handwriting, like how big or small mm -hmm. it's too. I'll, that's that would be one thing that I would do. I'd like walk around the house and like try to make everyone write something to see like what's going on, who's the traitor. Ooh, yeah, you know, strategy. But um, poverty poisoning Ekinsu, <gasps> yes. which happened earlier in the season. Mm -hmm. Such a good moment, especially the way that they freaking close that casket on Ekansu and we like never saw her again. They <laughs> yes. shut that casket so hard. Like mm -hmm. is she okay? Like 
<laughs> and I just thought, I, I thought like, okay, she can't really actually be in the casket. But after seeing how they snatched our housewives up and put them up in a tree, like, no, these people are for performing their own stunts for sure. Yeah. <laughs> they have to be. <laughs> Uh, and definitely Phaedra calling Bergie Burgalicious, uh-huh. which is like, not my Burgalicious. I love that. <laughs> that was top five. Had to be top five moments. Yes. Okay, awesome. was that five? Okay, Kelly, maybe we can take turns saying these. Okay. okay. Should we, let's start at five. All right, number five. The sparks between CT and Phaedra. Ooh. <laughs> the yeah. shift that I did not need that I needed. Like did I not did I not know that I needed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. Kind of fun. I like it. I it, was, also... it, it made me nervous. He was like, I'm not here for love. Yeah. But then he was like, I can't go against you on the word of a known traitor. So I'm like, you are you love her. Bye. You love her. <laughs> totally. Um, it was really hard for me not to pick five Phaedra things like, for this. Right? Because she's such a star. Okay, mm-hmm. so number four is Phaedra saying, oh my lord, sweet baby Jesus, not Ekin Sue. <laughs> <laughs> Alan said somebody was going to cross-stitch him a pillow with that. <laughs> we kept repeating. Every week she gives us something to repeat. <sighs> mm-hmm. She's so good. Every week. Number three is Sheree freaking out in the maggot cabin. Haggis! Haggis! Mm-hmm. <laughs> Her, MJ, Phaedra, like, anytime I just don't want to deal with something, I'm just going to be like, Haggis. Yes. Um, number two is when Bergie figured out the pattern of the lights in the graveyard. I felt like we had kind of ruled him out, like he was not going to be a very interesting player, and then he's like, oh, he's actually kind of smart and figured this out. Yeah. And then and number, number one, one is Phaedra taking Dan down at the round table. I do too much because you do too little. <laughs> a word. The best. Love it. That whole so episode, that whole scene is just incredible. Cinematic. Oh, the traitors. <laughs> okay, so I kind so of good. looked to see what other shows you guys watch that we watch. Um, Potomac is yes. one. Um, Love Potomac. How are you guys liking this season? <laughs> Not liking it? <laughs> It's something to watch, I guess, but it's like yeah. not, you know, like maybe they just need a little break or mm-hmm. something, you know. <laughs> you know it's bad when King said that maybe they need a little break. Yeah. Because usually I'm the one to say that. Yeah. I've I've I tried to keep it like all season. I've been like, you just give it some time. Oh, we're mm-hmm. picking up. Oh no, don't give it up yet. But now it's like, okay, we're about to go towards the end of the tail end of the season. And I'm not going to say it's been totally bad. Like, I've had moments. Karen has been a star for me, personally. Like, Oh, Karen, for sure. Especially, like, when they took her to the farm and just her in, in general. Um, did you like the which, yard work that they did there? Like, she yes, that was like, I'm one like, of my favorite moments of the season so far. It's like, <laughs> yes, put these girls to work. Um <laughs> And she also was, was going to tell me, like, oh, I heard you were creeping with the rapper or whatever. And if you've seen social media, she is with, like, uh, I think he's, like, a DJ or something that she's really? known from um, high school. So her and Gordon aren't together. So I'm like, Karen knows what she's talking about, honey. She oh, might be, okay. you, she, she might think she's Beyonce. And you know what? She kind of is the Beyonce of Bravo. 
but you know, <laughs> not all of it is like bs because i like to write her off as like a kooky old woman mm-hmm. but she has been right on quite a few things so mm-hmm. all right well we'll have to see hopefully do you think it needs a refresh or a pause or just like Ooh. some fresh storylines like maybe fun. not a pause just some casting changes yeah i can see that and rewatch season one i just want them to all and i wish a lot of shows would do that like when like, it gets remember really where you bad, came from just yes. your assignment is to go back home mm-hmm. and watch your best seasons yeah. so you can come back to the drawing board with ideas and be authentic instead of trying to mm-hmm. figure out what the audience wants every year because that's clearly not working for them right yeah. and the constant fighting is yeah. just annoying and that's just across the board for all the housewives like yeah i get it's it but like beat you know, Miami is doing such, such a good job that they'll have a spat and then they're like an episode later okay let's just make up even if i don't like the girl we made we up and together. we're filming together and we're doing what we need to do yeah okay so beverly hills how are you feeling about this season of beverly hills Oof, great i love it yeah they're doing so good me too um, i want to i'm so interested in um sorry I, I know i always have something to say <laughs> i'm so interested in sutton's dating life i just want to see them oh, i know that, so i kind of like this guy that she's been on two dates with but that she played darts with i thought he was yes. very handsome and they, I mean, Sutton's a, she's a weird bird. So like. I think he can handle it. Like, he, cause he's like, oh, what about the next date? I'm like, listen, this is going great from a girl who doesn't get more than a past the first date. Yeah. When Sutton first came on, I was like, we don't need to see her again. Like she didn't have a great first season, but she is yep. so strange, which is what makes a housewife in my opinion. Yeah. Um, you got to be quirky and weird and have some unusual things about you. Mm-hmm. So I'm loving her. Um, Garcelle's sons, they're hard on her, right? The story. I feel so bad for Garcelle because she's like, I'm doing the best I can. And they're like, we're just too old for you to be a parent, mom. And it's just like, Ugh, aren't they teenagers? Yeah, yeah. They're, they're like, like yeah. I don't know, 13, 14, 15, something like that. I'm like, yeah. no. Uh-uh. I feel like on the inside, they're like 50 because they're so <laughs> wise. Right. Yeah. They do seem really wise. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then poor Kyle and Mauricio, that whole situation. Um, I guess I don't understand that. Yeah, what do you I not know. understand? Mauricio looks so great, and I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> you're like, make it work. He's hot. Mm-hmm. Kyle needs more. She needs more. Apparently. But I love this for Kyle too. Like, yeah. even though I'm just like, I don't understand that one part. I'm like, she has to sort her stuff out. But I do think that her and Mauricio will get back together at some point. Okay. Ooh. I mean, they've been together a long time. But yeah, yeah. they both change so much. That's gonna be interesting to see what yeah. happens. Um, okay, so, I know Salt Lake City isn't happening right now, but I just wanted to say that you guys did that Twitter takeover for Herdat, and I thought your um, tweets were so funny. <laughs> they were so good. <laughs> that was so fun. Yeah, that was Salt awesome. Lake City was 10 out of 10. Mm-hmm. Such a good season. Ugh, from it was one of the best. Beginning to end. Like, what a run, especially 
because how do you top a season where one of your cast members literally goes to jail so i'm like oh it's gonna be hard to top and then we just get yeah an amazing season with an amazing villain and amazing like it was just wow yeah and wow. the fact that it was kept a surprise the whole time like right awesome. and i'm just i was so mad that there wasn't a solid city panel for bravo con yeah but then when i sat back and thought about it i'm like oh they there could it. not be <laughs> a panel yeah um so i'm not totally caught up on miami but i am like working through the most recent season you guys mm-hmm. are miami people I am completely caught up. Aaron does watch in and out, and I tell him when it gets yeah. good. Okay, <laughs> that's good. I'm like, I'm yeah. like you. I have to catch up because for Miami, like some episodes are too slow, and I'm like, I'll be back. I'll I'll see y'all later. Yeah. I think it would be a good binge for some people. Like yeah. it's almost yeah. over. The reunion is coming up. So mm-hmm. if you're not a week to week person with Miami, I think you guys should just wait and just binge it. Me, I'm a week to week person because I like since we live in South Florida, I like uh seeing the spots that they're filming and I'm like, this yeah. is not even Miami at all. This is actually down the street. Like this is weird <laughs> to to see. And then also I like how um they're able to fight and make up and you know, mm-hmm. um, yeah. resolve their issues and then also have a lot going on uh they address things that are going on off screen and have a, a self-proclaimed potster like adriana is just like well yeah i hate larsa so i'm gonna bring up anything that i find on her so <laughs> yeah i heard this i heard that <laughs> it's just really so messy. messy and crazy mm-hmm. so yeah. i'm loving miami it's really good yeah, I love all the outfits and just yes. the colors and seeing their houses and glamorous. And it's so much money. Like, yeah, so much money. Yep. Um, these are some things I wrote down. Uh, I wrote down Larsa is a monster. Yep. <laughs> but somehow person. she was good at figuring out who the traitors were when she was on traders. Because look at her personality. Yeah. Um, a terrible person. You can find other terrible people. And then I wrote, why did Alexia marry Todd? He just seems like fame hungry and anger issues. And I don't know. I always think that Alexia is like the the Cuban Teresa. She, <laughs> yeah, she is. Like Todd is kind of like Louie in a sense. And okay. it was weird because there was a whole rumor that Louie actually wanted um, Alexia Ooh. Um, and they got into a fight at the airport about it. Oh my god. So right out of the BravoCon. So it, it's just so insane. Um mm-hmm. Todd has a lot of money. So that's that'll answer your question. Todd. Yeah, that, okay. Yeah. That answers that. Um <laughs> Nicole and Sean. I know she's a doctor, but what does he do? He's a lawyer. He's a lawyer. He must be a really expensive. To have a they were looking at yachts that were eight to eleven million dollars, and I just don't understand. <laughs> I don't wow. understand how these people have this much money. It's unreal. Like I know that doctors make a lot, and I know that lawyers make a lot, but it's just like what is going on? But she explained that um, that they that they do like uh, like buildings and i guess maybe they're like i don't know like they built houses and stuff like that but you know every every franchise has that uh what is it called like when someone doesn't pay their taxes or they they have a scandal so i know it's always a scandal i hope it's not nicole because i like her but yeah if i could seems nice um poor lisa going through it with 
Lenny. Um, I like that she had to set a reminder on her phone to check in with her boyfriend. That's what I feel bad for, Jody. Like, yeah. He seems like a very nice guy, and all she can do is talk about Lenny. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but she does seem extremely self-absorbed, like Larsa, so I kind of understand how they're friends. Yeah. Um, I just watched the episode that had the Mamacita party, the Mother's Day party. And okay. Anna, who was on like early days of Miami, like showed up. Um, she has a podcast on her dad. I was like wondering why she looked familiar. And now I'm like, oh yeah, I've seen her on the on the old Instagram. I want to talk to her because I feel like she knows things. Oh, I think she definitely knows things. <laughs> We definitely listen to that. Um, so Kelly's been trying to get me to watch Married to Medicine for several years. I did yes. go to the panel and was like, wow, these are some. Didn't they give you a show? Like a major. I felt like it was a great episode of TV. Like the panel. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Early seasons. So I started one episode and I was just like, I don't think I have the bandwidth to learn all these people. Okay. But I need to. I need like it's, a week you know why like, it's because we have a lot of things going on right now. But it's yeah. gonna slow down, and when we're in that lull, take yes. that yeah. free time that you have. Because look, Traders is about to end. Miami is about to end. Salt Lake City ended. You're yeah. gonna have this free time. Good point. So take that free time. Get caught up because Kelly's right. Yeah. So should I start at the beginning? Like yeah, I would recommend it. Okay. And the good thing about it is the cast doesn't really change. Like oh, I, no. oh, I like that. Maybe one person kind of like leaves and then they come yeah. back. But for yeah. the most part, it's just the same cast. Okay. I love it because it's, it's these women who have worked so hard to come to where they are and they're doctors and they're not just mm-hmm doctors but they're amazing at what they do and i love sitting and in the panel i think we were like in the second row and i loved it and i was sitting next to um friends of some of the cast members and so i was trying to like look to the side while they were texting to see like who they were chatting with but i couldn't figure it out but they were the sweetest (laughs) people um so i was wondering what did you think about phaedra joining the cast this season i loved it I, I thought it was a great idea. Uh, a lot of people were saying that they kind of just threw her in there, which yeah. I do believe they did. I don't mm, I don't think she really had a, a doctor boyfriend or whatever they say she had. Mm-hmm. I just yeah. think that they were like, you know what? This sounds like good TV. She's yep. in Atlanta. This is still an Atlanta group and they know each other. They network with each other and they're actually yeah. friends in real life. So and it she can't just go back to Housewives because there. Candy was still on there. Yeah. So this is somewhere that Candy isn't that she fit in with. She's friends with Quad. Yeah. Wow, yeah. So it's just, it's good. It's good. And now they're saying maybe she needs to go back to Atlanta now that Candy's gone. And I'm just like, I don't know. Can she do both? <laughs> Can she just be in all the franchises? That'd be great. <laughs> a little Phaedra for everybody. <laughs> I would love to see OC. her being the first housewife to do uh, two franchises at the same time. I think that would be really cool. That would be cool. neat. Yeah. Um. So, what did you think about Quad showing up to the bachelorette party? <laughs> Genius. Like, I just yeah. felt like she has been able to handle it with just such grace and class yeah. and she isn't really bothered and they kind of like want to make her seem bothered and yeah i also commend the way that sweet tea 
handled it because let's just be real. Sweetie's a fan. She's a fan yeah. of Night's Medicine. I don't care what anyone yeah. says. She's a fan mm-hmm. of Miss Quad. That's why she asked her to sit by her. So it was just like a moment that didn't go as we expected, but it was yeah. still entertaining <laughs> at the same time. True. And Sarah Quad's been on the show since the beginning okay. and she has been through it. Like she, she's rocky, horrible marriage to this guy that makes his way back, which I was very disappointed to see that, but mm-hmm. she kept on her two feet. She kept moving forward and now she's still a part of the show. I just, I love her. I just, she's amazing. So she got it. She got it. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Um, so going back to BravoCon, are you guys planning to go this year, assuming they'll have it? Well, as long as they keep <laughs> sitting us <laughs> those free tickets, well, as long as they'll have us, we'll have them. Um, nice. I actually really loved Vegas, like the not I didn't dislike the city, but I like the setup yeah. of BravoCon better than because I went to the one in New York the, the year before. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. uh, it was just like more room. Yeah. It was very so well. More yeah, bathrooms. So many bathrooms. Oh my God. The VIP room was great. That was where, and then also like for people who didn't even have VIP, if I had general admission, you could go yeah. with general admission and you could literally just go to the bazaar and still meet your faves. And yeah. the, the yeah. app really helps you find who you want to see. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. the, there was that stage with uh, with Donald, um, like the, the stage where everyone would come down. It was just oh, like yeah, a yeah. really fun time. I would love to to go again. Would you guys yeah. go again? Absolutely. Oh, definitely. It's like the highlight of our year. And Was, was yours heavily like uh, below deck? If I'd, because I didn't do anything that had had to do with below deck at all. Um, we, I think but now this time we yeah know. this time we will. But like I know that when we were in VIP, like there was someone from below deck, and everyone was like freaking out. Um, <laughs> it was so. probably us. There was fine. <laughs> like <laughs> there was so sense. many below deck fans. It was just yes. so yeah. There's so many. Men yeah. and women and like older, younger, like a big age group um, of fans too. Um, yeah, I and mean, we definitely did all the below deck stuff, but we're also, you know, Housewives fans and Married to Medicine fans. So. We got to meet Erica Jane and I almost died. Like I got to sit next to her How on the couch. So I was like, she was very she was beautiful. She had her very own kind. light, you know, to, to get pictures with. We seen her too. And it was mm-hmm. just like, whoa, that's wow. Yeah, it's to be that close also. Yeah. yeah. She just yeah. looks like a doll. She just sits yes. there. And, and then like, Kyle Richards waved to us and I was like, such yeah. a fangirl. Like, just, like this big. She's yeah. so, so They're tiny. all all so tiny. tiny. Hormones. The men and the women. Yeah. Hormones. Not else. Because I'm like, is my head this big or is <laughs> just like, dang. They're all itty bitty people. Like they're yeah. very, they're short too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, I think it was maybe announced that you guys joined Herd at like right after BravoCon. Does that sound right? We we joined literally like right before, oh, literally okay. like the weekend before all their stuff like got transferred over. Oh, okay, so we gotcha. went and we met, uh, we met up with Pat and stuff like that. But we didn't yeah. get to go to the suite. We didn't get to meet you guys. 
we yeah. did have like the tea on where you know when Teresa would come and, and line mm-hmm. up and stuff like that but we just had so many things to do and we wanted to meet people who listened to the podcast that was like our number one priority yeah uh, that we didn't really get to interact with her as much or have any like, we don't have merch yet we don't have yeah anything yet but um this year it'll be a lot different if we you know if it happens this year yeah hopefully I've heard what, what have you heard on the streets because I heard that it might be every other year and that they really like Vegas have you heard the same thing or I have not heard the every other year thing um I although my bank it. account would really appreciate that yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> for sure um it does sound like Vegas was a big hit though as far as like the venue made but it seems sense like a lot of people couldn't get tickets you know they made it quite a bit smaller than New York, but I certainly appreciated that there were a lot fewer people and just like some space. New York was a mess. New York was just a mess. So many people. The only so thing I didn't like uh, in New York, I was in, in like regular, like general admission, but mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I just, I guess I'm scrappy because when the Beverly Hills fight <laughs> went out, I was in the front row. Like, oh man. I was where the stars were. So wow. Like, witnessed it like firsthand and everyone behind me was fighting but i will say with vegas the only thing that i did not like was that whole thing where you had to do the the reservations for the photo ops and we just ended i didn't up like that going to yeah. ours because it was just we kept like i could not do one yeah and they're like come in you make sure you're up at nine and I'm, i was up every time like waiting. yeah yeah and then when i went in they were like oops it's too late and i'm like what what are you talking about what are you like, talking about it's right. literally 901 right now yeah for <laughs> sure yeah that was rough it's so fun though like it's, it's just talking about bravo to non-bravo people it just feels mm-hmm. a little bit nerdy unless they ask you and then they're like oh who's that who's that or if mm-hmm. I don't know, your mom or something is like just standing with her hip her hand on her hip like what is this <laughs> but like that's fun but like with people who are just know what we're talking about. It was just so fun just being in that environment. Also meeting the people and then having the Ask Andy and seeing yeah. them walk around the photo ops, especially yeah. when you go with a friend. It's just so interactive. Yeah, uh, yeah, I just so felt fun. like safe and, and it was just so good. So good. Yeah. I mean, because it's so hard to get tickets. It's the people that want to be there the most, you know, that right. like, you gotta be dedicated. and like you're there with the other super fans. And we just loved being in line with people and just talking about, you know, our favorite shows. Exactly. Uh, The weird thing. Go ahead. No, I was going to say, I actually, before we end, I I wanted to make sure that I asked this question. Yeah. I forgot to ask it during the below deck segment, but I wanted to know, do y'all feel a tension between Captain Carrie and Barbie? Like, do you feel like this awkward tension? (gasps) Yeah, because I have felt it very strongly. And that's one of the things that I had in my notes. Interesting. I hadn't noticed. I did it before. Now I'm going to be like watching it back. What kind of part? What part? part? Because there's a specific scene like when she's going back and forth with uh, Sarah. I believe that's her name. And um I think her and Captain Carrie are talking and they're pointing at a map and he's showing her like some of the places that he's worked in and he's yachted in. Oh, okay. That particular scene. Yeah. It's like, hmm. You think that I was know. romantic? Yeah, I thought like it was it was it was just this tension between them. 
Mm. Okay. Well, um, I'm gonna have to go back. Yeah, <laughs> it's like it's like little moments when they interact, which are very rare because they don't really interact directly. Right? But, yeah, because they're not in the same department, really. Yeah, those few moments, I'm just like, hmm. what? Is- <laughs> I'm trying to think. Was that Barbie or was that Cat in that scene? What color hair? Blonde. Hair? I want to say it was Cat. It was okay. Cat. I it was cat. Yes. I do remember that scene. And okay. Yeah. I'm going to have to go back and watch. But I got like the feeling like she's just so green. She doesn't know anything. And like she probably doesn't even know where Grenada is, even though that's where she is. <laughs> um. Yeah. Oh, that's an interesting thing. Okay. So our last little segment is called Join Me in the Wheelhouse. And it's where we decide who needs to see Captain Carey for a stern talking to. So out of this episode, who would you guys say needs to go to the wheelhouse to see Captain Carey? Like who is behaving badly? Oh, the guy that was on the mic telling the girl's business about her not having a helmet. <laughs> oh, that really okay. Like Ben. 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 Okay. ben naughty, get naughty, up here. Naughty. <laughs> I'm sure it's not the last time this season he's going to be called to the wheelhouse. Yeah. All right. Well, um, do you guys think that you'll keep watching some Below Deck or you think it was like one and done? I don't think that it's one and done. What I think is that something will pop off this season. Yeah. And you know how, you know, there's episodes where everyone like kind of congregates and they're like, oh, did you see this on Below Deck? This happened or whatever. Yeah. That's when I'll like tap back in. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, this wasn't a super exciting episode. Um, What I really want for you guys is to go back to like season two, three of Below Deck OG and watch Kate Chastain like in her prime as Chief Stew. So good. Really good. Boss babe. She's just amazing. Because on Traders, she's just a joy. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. That's the best way to put it. Yeah. (laughs) She's so funny relatable like everything even um i look at the crappy awards recently and she um won something and she was just like can't i can't believe i'm not there sorry (laughs) she was so funny unintentionally it was so good yeah she's just snarky and hilarious well we really appreciate you guys watching this episode and recapping it with us and we've been really looking forward to it for several weeks and just excited to get to know you guys a little bit and hopefully we'll be together at BravoCon. Yes, I hope so. Yeah, and you have to come on our show because I thought that y'all just watched Below Deck. Like, I didn't know you were versed in Married to Medicine, you were versed in Potomac. Like, we always love to talk to people about anything Bravo. And then if if it wasn't Bravo, like, whatever, whatever you're watching because we also have a pop culture episode. So we'd I love to have that. you on the podcast and it'd be, it'd be really oh, fun. Oh, that would be so fun for us. Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. Like, I heard at, like, crossover, you know, like this one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's it for this week's episode of Above Deck. Thank you to our team at Heard at Media, especially our amazing producer, Grace. Thank you to Kaya and Aaron from Bravo Wild Black. Y'all go and listen to their podcast, Follow them on all the socials. They're so funny. And please subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Don't forget to tell a friend. And please rate and review us five stars only. Um, you can follow us on Instagram at Above Deck Pod and email us at AboveDeckPod at gmail.com. Don't forget, you can watch us on the Herd at Media YouTube channel. And until next week, I'm Kelly Busby. And I'm Sarah Goldman. We'll see you next week. Mm-hmm.
but you're right where Southern Charm is. So I bet you got all the Southern Charm tea, all the Southern yeah. hospitality tea too. Yeah, all, it's, Charleston's becoming quite the like Bravo hub, I feel like, which mm-hmm. I'm obviously all for. <laughs> <laughs> that is not happening in Columbus. Nowhere <laughs> no. happening in Columbus. Unless Maybe you can play do- football really well. 